Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, getting serious for a moment. And that's this uh, water uh, shortage that we're talking about in the drought. It is, it is crazy. It really is out there. And it's going to get a lot worse. Uh, the governor met with uh, the leaders of the state's, uh, the largest urban water suppliers yesterday and said, you got to step up efforts here. We've got to get people to reduce water use. Now he's doing everything he can, he says. And he says, I need help because in the end, it's the local water agencies that we get our water from. We don't get it directly from the state. We get it from our utilities. Uh, L.A. is Department of Water and Power because I'm in DWP land. And so I pay two bills a month, one for water usage and one for um, uh, my electricity, my power. And uh, what the the governor said, uh, if uh, we don't get some good conservation efforts uh, this summer, uh, now comes mandatory water restrictions. Hey, it's going to happen. You know, there's a, there is not enough uh, voluntary reduction of water. We just don't do that without the mandatory, with some penalties, too. I mean, you'll see the water police running around. And, uh, you know, while I'm not a huge fan of uh, the uh, governmental intrusion, you know, hey, if I want to water my lawn, I want to water my lawn. Who the hell are you to say that? Well, uh, when it comes to something like water, yeah, you pretty well have to do it. And uh, the latest figures have been terrible. Uh, as the governor has called for uh, the voluntary reduction, you know what happened in uh, March? 19% up. We spent, we actually used more water by 19% in uh, March year to year. Now, if you look at a, compared with a 2020 baseline, uh, our water savings uh, have uh, in amounted to 3.7%. That's how much we've saved. Reduced. Yeah. That's not going to uh, cut it. So the Newsom said every water agency in the state has to take more aggressive actions. Uh, and we've made some big changes since the last drought, but there's been an uptick, a big uptick in water use, and it's going to be really bad, especially as we enter the summer months. Uh, because... I don't, I, I don't know if it's hit home yet that we're in trouble. I mean, there clearly are a lot of deniers out there, although fewer and fewer. But uh, we're going to reach the point where uh, this is going to really hit home, and it's going to be too late. Much like uh, the deniers of climate change, uh, which you don't hear anymore, have said, oh, no, it's a fake, it's hoax. Uh, it's a hoax. It's all fake. Well, I mean, every night on the news, every night, major storm uh, has hit the uh, East Coast or hit the Midwest. A huge snowstorm right now. Tr uh, record heat uh, in uh, on the seaboard where people are dying. And then you have snows that came really early in the Denver area. I mean, everything is bigger. It's hotter. It's colder. Uh, the hurricanes are fiercer. There are more of them. Uh, it's, I mean, just look. And the same thing is going to happen with water. Now, we haven't really noticed it. We turn on the faucet. 
still okay. We flush our toilets, still all right. We're told not to water our lawns. Uh, some people still do. Uh, well, it's uh, it's going to hit us like climate change hit us. The realization that we're in trouble is going to just nail us. Now, uh, up to this point, Newsom and the agencies uh, have preferred a, a, a localized approach. Some areas have a lot of air, uh, water, some don't. Uh, it's not the same in Santa Monica, for example. The, the water usage is how much you need as it is uh, in Chatsworth, which is the hottest part of the San Fernando Valley. Uh, it's different. However, the state's going to have to take control and say it's going to be across the board. So um, today, uh, the State Water Resource Control Board is, uh, is going to vote on emergency regulations. And it looks like today the state is going to require local water suppliers to activate what's called level two of their contingency plans. And that's to prepare for a shortage of up to 20 percent. Uh, before I get into water saving tips, and this is just some fun stuff. Some of it goes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I want to do you uh, give you a quick stat. Uh, we're in our third year of this severe drought. It's one of the most extreme on record, may even be the the worst. The first three months of this year, the worst ever. Uh, the state's largest reservoirs, about half of uh, their average levels. And uh, the, uh, since uh, 2000, uh, this has been the driest 22-year period across the western uh, United States in the last 1,200 years. We are truly in what's called a mega drought. I mean, we're there. And uh, we have to prepare big time. Uh, temperatures are climbing. Uh, we still burning fossil fuels, and uh, that's one of the big reasons. And, of course, that's very long-term to unravel that. You move it as quickly as possible to alternative energies, but that's not going to happen overnight. And uh, the rising levels of greenhouse gases are there, and we have to deal with both reducing fossil fuels, getting rid of the greenhouse gases that are in the atmosphere, using alternative energies. This is like one big Big project, to say the least. It's like the Manhattan Project, the creation of uh, the atom bomb during World War, War II, uh, to a magnitude where the entire society and all of industry has to dive into it. But today we're talking about the water usage, uh, because obviously that is absolutely critical during the droughts. And so uh, there are some steps you can take, and uh, I've been collecting these, uh, some water-saving steps that... Okay, I didn't think about that. Uh, now, some of this is small potatoes. Matter of fact, some of this is very small potatoes. But uh, adding all this stuff, uh, this stuff up, and you have a cumulative effect. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Keep in mind, eighty percent of the water used in California is for agriculture. Twenty percent is for uh, consumer use, uh, cities, industries, etc. And so the big strides are going to be made in agriculture, and uh, that's not going to move around because plants need uh, water to survive. You can't cut uh, the amount of water by 20% to a field of cabbage or to a, a, a grove of, uh, of peanut. Uh, we don't do peanuts there in Southern California, do we? I know we do almonds. Uh, yeah, no peanuts. I think that's Georgia. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I know. What are the, the big nut crops we have? Because these suck up water like almonds crazy. are the. I know I think we do worst almonds, offenders. Yeah. I know we do pistachios. Yeah. I don't know. 
In any case, let's uh, move on and talk about some of the water saving. And Jennifer, I want you to listen to this because I know you do this. For example, keep your drinking water in the fridge. Why is that? How does that save water? Because aren't you still using the same amount of water? You are not because when you turn on the faucet to get uh, drinking water, for those people that drink from the tap, you wait for the water to cool down, don't you? Oh, oh, I see. When it comes from the fridge, it's already cold. Yeah, you see, there it is. That's going to save the earth. Okay, right. uh, Right there. Okay. Okay, that's one. Okay. Uh, Stop rinsing your dishes before putting them in the dishwasher. My dishwasher sucks. If I don't rinse the dishes, it Everybody's will not get Everybody's dishwasher yeah. sucks. And uh, the people that are pushing for this one are the plumbers that want to unclog your drain right under your dishwasher because all the crap piles up. <laughs> Only wash full loads of laundry. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And I th- do that already. Yeah. And, and you want to use, uh, you don't want to use a super clean cycle either. Uh, if you're going to, you know, just do a cursory. Okay. Here quick you go. wash. Yeah. As quick as you can. Uh, use a cold setting on uh, your clothes. That makes I do sense. That I do that too. Okay. Because you don't take the energy used uh, to heat up. That's more, you still use the same amount of water. Plus, I don't want my clothes to shrink. That's a good point, also. Uh, shorter showers. Yeah, I take a pretty short shower. Yeah. Uh, skip baths entirely. Ooh, see, that's going to be a tough one for see, me. Because you know how much more you use with bath water? It's a lot. Uh, although. I have to tell you, uh, here's one, and this is science. Uh, The bigger you are, the less water you actually need to fill up the tub. Think of that. You displace more water. So I'm going to suggest that everybody put on 50 pounds. Oh. Because. Great. uh, Now you tell me after I have weight loss surgery. Way to go, Handel. I know. But look at at the amount of water you have before before and uh, (laughs) after. Matter of fact, if if you uh, remove bathing entirely, you'll do great. Uh, and then the other one, which a lot of us have done, uh, tr- uh, drought-tolerant plants for the house. Yeah. yeah, And that makes a lot of sense because plants really do suck up water and irrigation the way we do it. Water is so expensive or will be so expensive. You're going to jump on this one. Uh, people really have to do all the greenery, the palm leaves and all. Nothing's indigenous. Uh, the palm trees in oh, Southern no. California. That's all been put uh, here and uh, it sucks up the water. Uh, go to the car wash instead of washing your car at home. Actually, that does make sense. Yeah, because they recycle their water. Yes. And at home, you have that hose going on, and you're washing your car, and you want to go to the car wash anyway, because who the hell wants to wash your own car? Oh, here's one. This is a this one is a game changer. All right. Okay. And I'm getting this from a whole list of various sources. Uh, you know how to save water. Uh, if you drop ice on the floor, don't throw it into the sink, but Put it into a a pot uh, a pot that has a plant in it. Oh, you see oh. that? You know that ice cube that sure, you dropped. Sure. Don't throw it away. Use it. Put it in one of your plants. Game changer. Wow. If you look at everybody who is dropping an ice cube today, and if they would simply say, "Let's reuse it," or "Let's not throw it away," there it is. Uh, also, reuse water for your plants whenever you can. I don't even know where you go with that one. Uh, oh, no, it's, I know that there are a lot of times that people will take a shower. I have a dear friend who is a meteorologist, and he takes a shower with a bucket, and he goes out and waters his garden with the bucket of water from his shower. Well, how does that work? Uh, 
Well, he leaves quite, so that so with the bucket right under you. The what? bucket right under him. So as he's showering, any water that doesn't hit him, that's just would normally be on the floor of the shower, goes into the bucket. And then when he's done with his shower, he walks downstairs with his little bucket and he waters the garden. Wow. Uh, he's yeah. a meteorologist, you know. Yeah, I, but that's I, kind of, yeah. I agree with him. And by the way, don't pee in the toilet. Uh, because you never know how much water you can save there. I don't know if he pees outside or not. Yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, because that saves a bunch of water uh, for in terms of flushing, and that's the whole thing. Uh, because you're you're actually going to hear uh, the discussion about flushing. Oh, don't the, flush as much. Yeah. What was it? If it's if yellow, it's yellow, let, let it mellow. mellow. If it's brown, brown flush, flush, it flush it down. down. That was actually the phrase that was used during the last drought, the last big drought. Yep, that was and, Governor and, Brown, right? Yep, it was Governor Brown, and uh, it actually de- California's decreased water usage substantially during that time. Uh, serve meals straight from the pot, not from a dish. Wait, what? You don't you don't put a serving dish down on your table. You take it right from uh, the stove on a oh. pot, or you throw it on a trivet, and therefore you're not using a serving uh, dish. That saves not washing it. Also, if you really want to go for it, don't put plates. Just throw the food right on the table, and you can uh, eat the food uh, there. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can save. By the way, this is for real. This is one of the suggestions. Um, wow. Fix leaks around the house. I mean, that's a given, and that is uh, that is legitimate. Faucets, shower heads. I mean, that the water really adds up with leaks. And, of course, your low-flush toilets and uh, your faucets and your sinks that have um, the reduced water uh, levels uh, or uh, water flow. Yeah, those actually do make sense. Uh, they suck, but they make they sense. They make sense. And then um, switch from a hose to a broom for cleaning your patio in the front. Or what's really fun, you get one of those blowers that are at 240 decibels and you blow all of your leaves onto your neighbor's yard. And that I'm works that guy. Out. Uh, now, I want to uh, spend a moment talking about uh, what happened in the aftermath of uh, the Buffalo shooting. And uh, once again, uh, we didn't hear uh, talk of uh, the gun control. And the reason I'm bringing it up uh, now is because uh, a very t- interesting historical bent has taken place. Uh, after major shootings have happened, uh, the issue of gun control came up, particularly after Sandy Hook. And it quickly died. And the point I'm making now is uh, that uh, this is a political movement that is about as dead as you can make it. What am I talking about? The advocacy for gun control. It doesn't exist anymore. And I want to give you a little bit of history. And the reason it's so important or the reason I want to bring it up is that Joe Biden, who is our president, has always been in favor of gun control, as you know, is – is actually right in the heart of the argument for gun control, has been for decades. Matter of fact, uh, in uh, 2013, when there was a bill to expand uh, background checks to most gun sales uh, being voted on, uh, Gabrielle Giffords, remember her? She was the Arizona congressperson who was shot at an event, uh, and she was with the vice president uh, at the time, Vice President Joe Biden, And they both watched as uh, this bill came to a crashing defeat. And this came out of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting in Newtown, Connecticut, which had just happened four months before. This was a massacre that left 20 children dead and six adults dead. And that was going to be a game changer, if you remember that. 
I mean, if there was ever going to be gun control brought into this country, it was going to be after Sandy Hook. It didn't happen. It didn't happen at all. And Joe Biden said something to her, and uh, you talk about uh, a statement that has never been more untrue. Uh, He actually turned to her and said that this failed vote would actually be a positive for gun control advocates because it would infuriate the American people and spur them to take action against uh, gun violence. And he said to her, this will actually help you build your movement to invoke gun control in this country. Didn't even come close. And the only... The only sizable aspect of gun control, if you can think of in terms of, uh, I would even say some inroads, was the assault ban, uh, the assault weapon ban. It was, a, it was a federal ban on assault weapons passed in 1994, but that ended uh, in 2004 because it had a sunset clause, and no one's ever brought it up since. It's just not going to happen. Uh, and when, uh, look how powerful this is. Uh, The most recent attempt, Joe Manchin, by the way, is uh, one of the advocates and has proposed a federal bill just to expand background checks. That's it. Background checks. And uh, the Republicans universally are against that, as are some Democrats in conservative states uh, that are gun states, if you will, where guns are very popular. And it's just going to go no place. And how I've always wondered, how is that possible? that even an expansion of background checks or closing the loophole to or anybody can sell a gun to anybody without registering in a gun show, for example. Uh, how is that in the way of your rights? Well, here's the argument. And uh, you, you can argue this. One is all the laws in the world are not going to stop anybody from taking a gun and shooting people. So they all make no sense. Why do it? And, of course, the argument of the infringement of the Second Amendment rights, uh, even to the point where, and this is the part where I, sometimes there's logic and sometimes they're not with laws, the expansion of background checks, the background check is somehow violating someone's Second Amendment rights to buy a gun. And so... And, and by the way, don't misunderstand. Even the gun advocates say that crazy people shouldn't have guns. They're okay with convicted some convicted felons not having guns. But for the most part, uh, even approaching uh, the gun control issue is a, uh, is a non-starter, which is why after the Buffalo shooting, 10 people died in a racially motivated shooting. Did you hear anything about gun control? Not much. Not much. All right. Now, getting a, a little bit serious, actually getting a lot serious, uh, having to do with sex abuse cases and uh, the uh, Catholic Church. Uh, first, a, a quick um, uh, background uh, little story here. California has extended the statute of limitations on child sex abuse uh, claims twice. Uh, the lawsuits are mounting now, but let me tell you what what those uh, extensions are. Usually there's a statute of limitations. You only have X number of years to uh, file a lawsuit. The statute of limitations on a written contract, for example, is 
four years in California in criminal cases. I don't know. Let's I don't even know the statutes. I don't know criminal law, but let's say for uh, some kind of larceny, it's three years or five years you have to file. Well, in sex abuse cases, uh, the statute, uh, and I don't even know how, how long it was, seven years, 10 years. What the legislature did is uh, about 10 years ago, extend it for one year saying that anybody who has been abused by a priest at any time can go forward and file a lawsuit uh, against the abuser. And that's based on the fact that when uh, people are abused uh, early on in their years, uh, they tend to suppress it. There are plenty of people out there in their 40s, 50s, 60s dealing with therapy, and it, it all just comes up. Well, they were pre precluded from filing a lawsuit against the abuser, the abusing organization, Catholic pre, uh, the Catholic Church, uh, Boy Scouts of America, Boys and Girls Clubs, that sort of thing. Uh, and they weren't allowed to do that. Well, 10 years ago, they opened it up. For one year, you could go back forever. Now, there's a three-year statute that ends at the end of this year which says that anybody who has ever been abused in his or her life can file the lawsuit even if the abuse happened 50 years ago. The statute doesn't exist, exist anymore, except for the statute allowing the lawsuit, which ends under those circumstances, which ends at the end of this year. Well, as you can imagine, uh, lawsuits are pouring in because it's one of those you only have till the end of the year, and we're about six months out, seven months out, and so lawyers are starting to go on it, and you have the various groups, chat groups, um, the advocacy groups are saying, if you're going to file, you file, and uh, that's what's going on. You're going to see the lawsuits, especially towards the end of the year, uh, go absolutely crazy. It's like tax filing time. As you approach April 15th, uh, the, the numbers uh, go crazy. Well, uh, what's happening now is uh, there are uh, Catholic Church officials, or about a dozen, a dozen, dozen of them have gone to court and uh, said, this has got to stop. You cannot uh, extend this. Uh, you cannot accept this. And uh, the reason is, number one, there was a statute. There is a statute. You can't keep on saying that we're not going to ever have a statute of limitations. And here is their argument, and I love this. This is uh, what the diocese are saying, several of them, that their survival is at stake. And they've already had to sell vast swaths of church property back in the 2000s. The first time around, the petition says uh, to stop the statute of limitations or to invoke it back in. And uh, if you have uh, these look-back windows, that's what the statute, uh, the, these uh, laws are. They're look-back windows. In other words, you have the right to look back 40 years or 50 years or 60 years and bring the lawsuit now. They're these look-back windows that, in fact, uh, these look-back windows have cost these dioceses uh, hundreds of millions of dollars, and it's going to be wide open. And— uh, these dioceses uh, have sold, quote, vast swaths of church property. Uh, some have exhausted, uh, even relinquished their insurance lawsuit. And the church last time around said, okay, the time we believed it was over, we have dealt with it. And now here we are in another three-year stretch, which ends till the end of the year. And what we want to do is not allow those lawsuits and have the courts actually uh, uh, not allow those lawsuits 
uh, even though the lawsuits are allowed by state law. It was uh, statutory, and that's the fight's going to happen. By the way, the uh, Catholic Church is going to lose on this one, just to let you know, uh, for two reasons. First of all, uh, the people who were abused and are bringing it up 40 years later, that is, they're not making that stuff up. This really happened uh, to people. Now, there is a, you, you need more than just an allegation. I mean, there has to be evidence, and that's not easy to abstain, obtain, but, you know, this is as real as it comes. And the church has to pay. And I wouldn't feel—I uh, would be more pro-church if uh, it happened with uh, some rogue uh, clergy and the church did made reasonable steps, but systematically the church has done nothing but covered up. They've done nothing more than protect their own priests— have humiliated, derided those victims, called them liars, and simply have never come to the table. I think the church and the Boy Scouts and whatever organization where there was a systematic abuse of children, and unfortunately it's way too widespread, have to pay. They have to pay up the yin-yang. I just wish some of those uh, people who had done it or covered it up would be held criminally liable. I'd feel much better as opposed to just a civil suit against the organization. Coming up. The great culling. You know, like you cull animals? This is you cull bills that have been introduced into the California legislature. I'll, I'll tell you what happens every year, and you barely know about it. This is KFI AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.